1 Peter 2.24, it says that he bore our sins on his body. He died on the cross so that we may die to sin, die to sickness, die to poverty and live for righteousness and by his stripes we were healed. Amen. This is exactly what happened on Good Friday. On Good Friday, God has done such a powerful work. That work, we call it as finished work. Amen. Now, if you go back and say, I am sick, that means where are you? You are an old creation. If you go back and say, I'm not able to overcome that addiction. I'm struggling with short-temperedness. I am unable to overcome. What are you saying? God's word is lie. God said, sin shall not have dominion on you. Short-temperedness shall not have dominion on you. Sickness shall not have dominion on you. It cannot lord over you. It cannot dominate you. You are not old creation. You are new creation. This is your position on the right-hand side of the Father along with Jesus. Don't shift your position. You cannot physically, spiritually shift your position. You cannot. But where are you shifting? You are actually shifting your position in your mind, in your sense. Your mind is being tricked. Your mind is unrenewed. Now that you are a new creation and you are holy and righteous of God, does that mean you will never sin? Because you might have this question. Pastor, I have met Jesus, my Lord, but still yesterday I lied. I did a sin. What does that mean? That means you are not yet renewed in your mind. Because your mind does not know who you are. Because what you behold is what you become. You are not beholding that you are new creation. Because you are beholding your old creation, the sinful nature of old creation is coming out in your body. When you continue to behold that you are new creation, it cannot come. It cannot rule you. Amen. Now when I told sin, Jesus has forgiven you of your sins. We all believe. We are forgiven generation. We are forgiven forever. We have no problem to believe that. In the first century, when uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus uh, healed people, when Jesus healed that uh, four friends brought him from the roof and Jesus healed that man and he said, rise up, take your bed and walk. All the Pharisees asked this question to Jesus. Who is this? Who is forgiving sins? Jesus first told him, your sins are forgiven. Then he said, take up your bed and walk. The moment they heard Jesus told, your sins are forgiven, these people, Pharisees told, who is he who's saying your sins are forgiven? Today, the body of Christ, we have no problem. Our sins are forgiven. We are forgiven generation. Very easily we believe. But do we believe that he not only forgave our sins, he healed all our diseases. See the opposite. We believe that he forgave, but we don't believe that he healed. You must see this. You must see on the cross, the law was crucified. On the cross, sickness was crucified. 
it was crucified now what is that pain pastor what is that sickness pastor why do i get this is such a powerful truth what you told that means i should never be sick absolutely right then why there is sickness in my body you know why there is sickness be transformed when can you be transformed by renewing of your mind you must know this truth continue to hear this truth unless you don't know this truth you will not be transformed you have to be transformed there are hindrances to healing that i see in the body of christ so prevalent let me explain it to you i have to give you solution why after such a powerful thing happened on the cross the body of christ is still sick the body of christ is still in bondage why this is my personal observation with the walk in the lord and my studying i found hindrances to healing number one hindrance that body of christ has been believing is god puts sickness people think god puts sickness thank god we don't believe that if god puts sickness then why did jesus come and die for your sickness why did he bore your sickness it says he he bore your sickness he bore your sin so why did jesus do that if god puts sickness if god puts sickness then why did god sent his son and it delighted the father to bruise him if god delighted in sickness absolutely not get that very clearly sickness where is the origin of sickness at the beginning of the message i said sin is the origin and where is the sin coming from satan so sickness is from satan not from god amen so first that blockage should be cleared second blockage god does not want to heal many people think god is trying to put me into this problem into this sickness because god is teaching me humility god is teaching me some issues that i have to deal with god has not appointed sickness and satan as your teacher god has appointed whom as your teacher holy spirit is your teacher so god is not putting sickness to teach you something satan has put this sickness be very clear when you know it is from satan you will resist it you will resist it that you will not allow him ever to have dominion over you because you are a son of god you are devil's master amen so you must know that god's will for you is healing what jesus did acts chapter 10 verse 38 it says Jesus was full of holy ghost and power went about doing good what good he did healing all it says healing all who were sick all the multitudes who came Jesus did not go back to lay his hands and heal everyone Jesus healed everybody amen Jesus healed all that's why psalm 103 verse 3 says he forgave all your sins and healed all your sickness what is that all cancer kidney problem heart problem what is that all anything the diseases that are named and yet to be named all he healed all when he healed all now you clearly know it is the will of god 
for healing. Now the moment you come to the clarity of second hindrance, you move on to the third hindrance. The body of Christ is here. Where, what is the third hindrance for healing? Sense of lack of faith. Yes, God loves me. God didn't put sickness. God's will is healing. Second thing, third thing, I have no faith for healing. This is where the body of Christ is fighting. I have no faith. Pastor has more faith. XYZ has more faith. This minister has more faith. I have no faith. You have faith in my faith, but you don't have faith in your faith. Very important. Please get it. You must have faith in your faith because your faith is the faith of Son of God. You have God kind of faith. Faith of the Son, Galatians 2.20, is in you. So do not doubt that. You have the faith. Don't say, I don't have faith to receive. No, faith of a mustard seed is enough. Christ is in you. Faith is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Faith is in you. Galatians 5.22 says, love, joy, peace, patience, faith is in you. Amen? It is in you. So now you have come to clarity. Yes, now faith is not the problem. Unbelief is the problem. Faith is not the problem. Doubt is the problem. Now I clarify that third hindrance, Pastor. Now we end up with fourth hindrance. The last hindrance. How many of you are in the last hindrance? Need not lift your hands. <laughs> the last hindrance. The last hindrance is, okay, God will heal me. God will heal me. I will be healed. I confess 100 scriptures. I will be healed. I will take Holy Communion for one year. I will be healed. Hope. Anything in future is hope. Hope is a beautiful delusion that Satan has given to the church. Satan has replaced your faith with hope. Which is very similar to mental ascent. Now let me explain to you what is hope and mental ascent. Please get it church. This is where the majority of the church which believes in the finished work of the cross are still in the hindrances of healing in the fourth category. We are waiting. God will heal me. What is mental ascent? Believing whatever preacher is saying. Yes, pastor, I believe he surely carried my sickness. I believe he surely bore my disease. I believe by his stripes I will be healed. I believe. It is not I will be healed. By his stripes I was healed. Amen. So when you believe mental ascent, I believe the word of God. You believe. You believe the truthfulness of the word, but are you acting on the word? When you don't act on the word, it becomes mental assent. Please understand. How do I know a believer is believing? How do I know that you are believing what I have taught you? When I see your action. Faith without action is dead. When there is no action, it's mental ascent. I believe there is power in Holy Communion. I believe there is power in the blood. I believe in the name of Jesus, I cast out demons. Act on the word. Then why don't you go cast out demons? 
why don't you command your body to work if you are not able to move your leg come on get up and do bhangra dance because you should believe that you are healed if you say it's paining let me sit down that means mental assent if you say no no i am sick let me continue to uh, lie down for some more time i cannot attend the church today yes yes i am healed but let me lie down a sick person will lie down a healthy person will go out and play cricket go out and do active work go out and come to church act on the word you are not believing my dear friend if you are not acting on the word you are not believing simple please stop deceiving yourself devil has given a beautiful lie devil has replaced faith with mental assent devil is saying you are sick devil is saying you are poor devil is saying you cannot so you are buying the lie of the devil i believe i can do all things you believe you can do all things go out and do something amen so don't be in mental assent check yourself am i believing if i am not acting if i am not doing that means i am not believing i am having mental assent i am saying it is true it is correct i agree intellectually i agree with my mind i am not agreeing with my heart that is mental assent don't condemn yourself i have been there i know what it is to be in mental assent i know how many times i thought i am believing i thought that i really believe then why it didn't work <laughs> if you really believe that means it will surely work if it has not worked not because god's word is not true because we have been in mental assent we have been in hope hope is deferring hope is deferring faith what is faith Hebrews 11:1 Faith is the substance of things hoped for evidence of things not seen that means faith converts hope to reality amen those of you are writing don't miss this statement faith converts hope to reality amen if you are hoping something is going to happen you are hoping that you will be healed that means you are in mental assent faith is now faith is converting your hope into reality amen because christianity is christ in men today christ in us today amen 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 this is the truth if you eliminate all these hindrances you see what i see you see that he took the law and blotted out you see that he nailed it you see sin was crucified you see you were crucified you see your sickness was crucified you see this and you take it at his word god's word is so powerful god's word is very high on his integrity when you speak his word when you believe his word the entire throne of jesus is backing that word because he is that word this word is living word this word is active word when you believe and when you speak you know what it mixes with your power in you the holy spirit the faith in you and it produces instant miracles understand when your faith is mixed with the power in you 
then you are seeing this. That means you are saying, I was healed. I was rich. I was beautiful. God took, God gave ugliness to Jesus and gave me beauty. I was blessed. God put curse on Jesus. Jesus was cursed and I am the blessed of the Lord, favored of the Lord. When you see this, when you are able to see this, when you believe this, you know what? That is when you are mixing your faith. You are exercising your faith and you are acting on it. You are acting on it. You are confessing that. You are walking the talk. You don't go by what you see. You go by what you believe. You, we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. When you are doing this, when you are living your life like this, instant, healing is instant. Your poverty is gone. Your prosperity is instant. Miracles are instant. When you are not depending, when you are not depending on power of the Holy Spirit, you are depending only on the faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word. So your faith has to grow in the book of Thessalonians. Your faith has to grow. Your faith has to, Second Peter, you must receive the end result of faith. That means it takes time. When you're waiting for your healing just based on your faith, it is a process, it takes time. When you take your faith, you see that in the gospel, in the book, in the Isaiah, this is what it says. You mix it with the power in you. The power of God is in you. The power that rose Jesus from dead is in you. you and it says in Romans 8, 11, his life is flowing in you. When you see his life is flowing in me, the moment you get in contact with the electricity, there is light, there is power. So when your faith is getting mixed with the power of the Holy Spirit, immediately, instantly, you see healing in your body. That is where in the book of 1 John, chapter 5, verse number 5, it says, who is he who overcomes the world? Look at this beautiful question. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is son of God. All of you. Who is he who overcomes the world? Please answer me. The one who believes in Jesus is son of God. If you believe that Jesus is son of God, then you overcome the world. Right? Now what is that you have to believe? Show them the previous verse. He who, is, who, he who is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. That is our faith. Now, through faith, you have to believe in Jesus. Now, what is believing in Jesus? What is believing in Jesus? Believing that Jesus is son of God. Believing as powerful it is, the incarnation of Jesus. So powerful it is, the incarnation, the creation of new man. That is you. New creation is as powerful as Christ himself. When you are able to see this, amen. When you are able to believe this. When you believe in the son. Then you overcome Satan. You overcome sickness. In reality, you are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror. The pain in the body can leave. The problems in your finances can be gone away. When you believe in the Son, disciples came to Jesus and asked, Jesus, what should we do to do the works of Father? 
John 6.28. What should we do to do the works of Father? What ministry I should do? What work I should do? How I should pray? How many of you have asked? How I should pray? How I should sing? How I should fast? Same question they asked. Disciples asked. They asked him, what are we to do so that we may habitually be doing the works of God? Did you all see the question? Do you all want to know the answer? What you should do to do the works of God? Shall we see? See the next verse. Jesus told them, this is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. Amen, amen, amen. Now do you understand when I say it is not your prayer that gives healing. It is not your prayer that makes you rich. What am I trying to say? I am not telling you not to pray. I am saying if you believe that Jesus became poor, you immediately become rich. Prayer without faith will not work. But faith without prayer will work. Jesus did not say in Mark 16, 18, go and pray for the sick. He said, believe and these signs shall follow. If you believe, what signs will follow? You shall cast out demons. You shall take serpents. You can drink anything deadly. You can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You have to believe. Now what is the only work God wants from you on Good Friday Church? What is the only work? To believe. To believe in Jesus. Now when you say, I believe in Jesus, to what degree you believe? You believe Jesus died for my sins? Fine, you are free from the guilt of sin. Do you believe Jesus died for your sickness? Then you are free from sickness. Do you believe that Jesus became poor? Then you will no longer be under poverty. Do you believe Jesus took authority and gave you? Then you will no longer be a slave. Do you believe that you are a new creation and Christ living in you? The power of Christ is in you. This work of Jesus, when you believe, then you overcome. Amen. Then you do the works of the Father. This is the only work God needs from you. Amen? Is Jesus telling, pray for 40 days, then everything is fine. What is the solution Jesus gave? Jesus said, this is the only work. What is the only work? To believe in the Son. To what degree you believe the Son? I am again repeating that. You must get what I am trying to say. To what degree you are believing the Son? How much do you believe the Son? How much you believe? That much will be manifested. In which area of your life you believe? In that area you will see difference. Amen? So this is the work of the Father, to believe in the Son. Shall we thank God and say, Daddy God, thank you for this amazing work of Jesus. Thank you for what you have done. Today we can see we are new creation. Today we can see, Daddy God, we are accepted, beloved. We are accepted forever. We are in Christ and Christ is in us. We have put on new man. We are clothed in Christ. So sickness, sin, 
poverty weakness negative thoughts addictions shall not have dominion over new creation amen we believe you were blessed by this message our vision is to make known the mystery of the gospel which is Christ in you you can be a blessing by partnering with priya abraham ministries to share this good news to partner visit priyaabraham.org/partner